Broadcasting from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, it's time for Dental Law Radio. Dental Law Radio is brought to you by Oberman Law Firm, a leading dental-centric law firm serving dental clients on a local, regional, and national basis. Now, here's your host, Stuart Oberman. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Dental Law Radio. I have the absolute honor of having Danielle McBride, partner over my law firm, joining us today. And we've got a great, great topic. But first, I want to get to um, talk to Danielle a, a little bit about um, uh, really uh, what she does at over my law firm, which is which is amazing. And, and that's why that I want to really have her on today's podcast. So Danielle's been practicing for about 21 years, uh, focuses on healthcare. And on a regional, national um, basis, and Danielle handles a lot of dental transitions, healthcare transitions, employment law, and tax. So that's going to be one of our topics today, and um, also practice valuations. Uh, and Danielle has um, her a law degree from uh, Ohio Northern University and a master's in tax from uh, Case Western Reserve University. And there's no better topic today in today's world. If you're a dental practice owner, that tax. So, Danielle, I want you to talk a little bit today about tax update for 2021 and beyond. Uh, I know that um, you are in tune immensely as to what's going on with that. You have an enormous amount of resources and uh, we are extraordinarily happy to have you as a member of the firm, and I know we rely on you a lot for um, a lot of complex stuff. So uh, it is my absolute pleasure to have you on today. So tax, 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 tax. Tell us what's going on. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Tax. Well, thanks, Stuart, for the introduction, and uh, I'm really happy to be here today and uh, and talk about tax, which uh, to most people, sounds like a boring topic, but uh, it really plays a huge role in all of these transitions that we do. And, uh, you know, part of what we do for as a dental specific lawyer is to make sure that we keep up to date on things that affect our clients in particular. And these tax uh, these tax laws, there's a lot of stuff that does not affect um, clients in our business, but the things that do are important for them to learn. Um, and uh, we've got two real big bills, um, two uh, two bills that have gone through uh, the uh, the House. Uh, one passed into law. We've got the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, which was actually passed and signed into law by the president November 15th. Um, that had some major items. Uh, it's the largest infrastructure act in decades. Um, it's got major items for disaster relief, capital contributions to public public utilities, excise taxes, cryptocurrency provisions, and there's one item in particular that's um, you know that has an impact on our dental clients, and that's this employee retention tax credit, which was originally uh, put into place under the CARES Act to allow uh, those practices that had uh, a decrease in revenues be able to claim uh, some tax credits. Um, so the uh, the Infrastructure Investment Jobs Act actually ended that retroactively to September 30th of 2021. Um, when it was originally put in place, uh, it was uh, it was supposed to and, and it was extended through the end of 2021. So, so now we've lost the, the fourth quarter. 
Um, that also keys up a few problems because they did this so late that there were some employers who had already um, withheld uh, deposits, uh, thinking that they were going to get this this credit. Uh, and so those uh, those there's actually a new notice that came out on that. So this earned income. Uh, employee retention tax credit um, is 70% of qualified wages paid in a calendar quarter before now September 30th of 2021. Um, the only exception to uh, only exception to the September 30, 2021 is uh, the recover a recovery startup business, and that's someone who probably wasn't in business before uh, the March 2020 COVID shutdown. So those uh, those clients have uh, the ability to maybe qualify for quarter four when they wouldn't have before the uh, before this uh, infrastructure act was signed into law. I, I, um, I, I got one question. What, what kind of notice was was sent out? What, what kind of notice? When you say notice, it's an IRS notice. So the IRS notice, it's notice twenty twenty one dash sixty five issued by the IRS, and that's to provide guidance on the rollback of the uh, of the employee retention tax credit except for those recovery startups, like I mentioned. And so for those employers that got an advance on the credit, the IRS isn't making you repay that money until the due date of the fourth quarter return, which is January 31st of 2022. Um, they're can also I, can including I, can a Can I copy of that from us? Sure. Because I, I know, yeah. I, I know we, we get these questions from from CPAs. Yeah, we have access to it. We can give it if there are dental CPAs or or, uh, or clients who want right. uh, a right. copy of this notice. We have access to tax research. We can easily uh, we can easily provide a copy of uh, that notice. Um, notice also allows for, allows for some waiver of uh, failure deposit penalties if uh, you retain those deposits um, before December twentieth of 2021. So um, important piece of information for all those uh, all those dental advisors to have in counseling their clients for this uh, for this last quarter of the year. Well, I know when you say, so how do, how do our clients or anyone who's listening today get, get that information? They just, e they just email to you and you can um, you can just send out. Um, sure. They can email our office. Okay. Uh, they can email me at, at uh, our office. It's just Danielle at ObermanLaw.com or they can call and ask for uh, me at uh, our office uh, phone number 770-886-2400. Now a lot of, a lot of, there's a lot of acronyms thrown around through, through all this legislature stuff that's going on now mm -hmm. and, and, and probably into 2022. So when, when our doctors hear the, the acronym ERC. What does that stand for? Employee retention credit. And that's what you, and that, that's it's what sometimes also referred to as ERTC, employee retention tax credit. Got it. Okay. Now, one one of the things we, we get questions on: How does the Back Better Act affect my practice? And I know you are. Sure, on the, on the sure. And that, that. The, the employee retention tax credit was uh, part of the Infrastructure Act. The second piece of legislation is the Build Back Better Act. And that has not been signed into law yet. It is passed the House and there is a Senate version. Um, and that uh, that Senate version um, was passed or the the act was passed by the House on November 19th. It's been with the Senate. The CBO or the Congressional Budget Office has you know given some statistics 
to uh, the senators on how much this is going to cost, what they, uh, you know, what's going into the bill, um, you know, how are we paying for these things, uh, tax increases and uh, spending, all of that. Um, and uh, there's a December 11th, a draft legislative text was released by the Senate Finance Committee chair. Um, and so that's the current version of the bill that the Senate is uh, is looking at. It's going to take all 50 senators for this thing to pass. And they're still negotiating it. And there are senators like <laughs> Senator <course>. Manchin who <laughs> uh, are uh, are really pushing on this uh tax legislation, they have a couple concerns, one with the Congressional Budget Office uh, dollar amounts on this thing. And then uh, the other big issue that's being debated under this Build Back Edder, uh, Act is the SALT or the state and local tax deduction cap. Um, it was a $10,000 cap. They want to raise it to $80,000. Um, you know, cap was supposed to sunset in 2025. And uh, they're talking about pushing it out a little longer uh, or maybe taking away, uh, you know, that cap after after the end of the uh, uh, after 2025 or 20, 2032, I think, has been mentioned on this. Um, so, you know, that's the that's the biggest concern, um, you know, for those for those um, of our clients who are who are concerned about this, the good news is this act had a lot of tax provisions in it that could have raised things like capital gains rates, individual and corporate business tax uh, tax rates, um, estate planning um, issues, and uh, and IRA contribution amounts. Things like that were contained in that bill. All of the individual rates and the capital gains rates increases were removed from the bill and some other limitations too that would have been a concern. Most of those are no longer in the text of the bill and it doesn't look like those kind of things are going to get negotiated back in. Um, you know, so those those key provisions entering, you know, those key provisions in this uh, Build Back Better Act, um, you know, are, are going to be things like the, um, you know, things like uh, extended child tax credits, earned income tax credits, added child care entitlements and family leave, uh, paid family leave. There's some climate change spending in there. Tax increases. There's um, the state and local tax uh, issue that I mentioned. There's also tax increases for large corporations, um, a 15 percent, uh, 15 uh, percent tax on large corporations, um, an excise tax, one uh, percent excise tax on stock buybacks uh, for corporations. These are all things that are probably not going to affect our smaller um, dental practices. Uh, even the larger dental practices are probably going to fall underneath the limits to where this is going to be um, have an effect on them. Um, you know, there's surtaxes on modified adjusted gross income, uh, but it's on uh, income uh, from 10 million to 25 million and 8% above 25 million. Um, the one thing that does uh, potentially have an impact is an expansion on the 3.8% surtax on net investment income. Um, they want to include trade and business income, which would also um, include our sub S corporations. And a lot of our dental practices yeah. are uh, sub chapter S uh, corporations, and they take that income out of the business. Those distributions are not subject to a 3.8% Medicare payroll tax. If this expansion on the surtax on net investment income 
is expanded, then that's going to take away what some people call the S corporation loophole. Um, you know, so wow. those are, um, you know, those are the major, you know, rules. there's some other minimum distribution rules, backdoor Roth IRA contributions and things like that, um, are also being discussed. Um, you know, Roth IRA conversions, backdoor Roth IRA conversions may end uh, in 2022. That's one of the things that's under this bill, which may have a, a big impact on some of our clients as well. Um, you know, wow. those are where, you know, where there are certain income limits that don't allow you to use a Roth IRA feature. And so, um, you know, to take that away would mean uh, you can't get uh, can't get a Roth IRA. Um, and, you uh, uh, you know, those are the, those are the those are the big they issues yeah. in uh, in that act. Wow. Well, I know that uh, you are a uh, major contributor to our uh, Advisor Insights newsletter, and I know you'll be um, bringing our, our listeners up to date on a regular basis regarding that. Uh, and I know right. we're, we're going to talk a little bit um, in, a, in a subsequent podcast um, regarding capital gains and ordinary income. I, I know you're. You're an expert on that also. So, uh, wow, there's a lot of stuff. So uh, yes. I think this is a, a great update. Again, we could, you know, we, we could talk for days on this topic, um, but I right. think this, I mean, it's unbelievable. Um, and I know some of this, the stuff that you're reviewing and, and, and looking at and writing about. So uh, this is major stuff. Well, I think this gives our listeners a really, really good, good basis moving forward into the new year. Uh, especially what they need to do for this year. Although we got, you know, a week and a half, and I know there's going to be a lot of, or a week, about a week and a half or so, a lot of scurrying activity. And this will uh, uh, keep our guys pretty busy with, with the CPAs. Um, so, no, this is great stuff. I, I, again, there's so many moving pieces to this. Um, and I know that um, uh, you you just scratched the surface of the highlights. I, 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 I will tell you that. So, uh, well, right. I, I tell you, we are um, – uh, wow, it's amazing! So we're gonna uh, we're gonna bring you back on some sub- subsequent podcasts. I know we got a uh, couple more to uh, to go, and our, our listeners are going to be uh, even more informed. So uh, amazing, Danielle! Thank you so much for joining us today. I know you're very busy with year end stuff and and all the tax uh, reviews uh, coming up and, and the legislature stuff. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Um, thanks, thanks, Stuart, for having me. And then uh, what we'll do is. Um, uh, if you have any questions, concerns, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, uh, number is um, 770-886-2400. Over in my law firm, if you have any questions, uh, please feel free to um, email myself, Stuart at com or Danielle at com. Folks, thanks for joining us, and then uh, have a fantastic day. Talk to you soon.